he was to remain sealed inside his sarcophagus. The undead for all of eternity. The Magi would never allow him to be released, for he would arise a walking disease, a plague upon mankind, an unholy flesh-eater with the strength of ages, power over the sands, and the glory of invincibility. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 118, and today we're talking about The Mummy. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew CGI Beatles Jimison. Hi there. <laughs> Uh, Hello, boys and girls. <laughs> I, you're, for, I don't know why we've been doing this with you now for 18 episodes. <laughs> and whenever you say your intro, I'm always expecting more. You always leave it like, hi there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have things to say, but I'm not going to tell you right now. Um, uh, hey, Andrew. Uh, Corny is scared of cats too, Logan. Man, cats are scary mothers, you know. I mean, uh, John Constantine proved that out. That's right. They are yep. both in and out of hell out. All, all the time. <clears throat> yeah. uh, and Oh, uh, sorry. Before you get to Sam, I just oh. want to say that uh, the, the Beatles were are very happy to be a part of that movie. Yeah? Yeah. Ringo was uh, he's a hit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> how, how far, how much, how much more can we go with the joke? Uh, let's um, see. Well, uh, we'll give you uh, a- uh, let's <clears throat> see. Like the Beatles, they were also flesh-eating. Oh, no, that's not true. Uh, well, maybe I don't know. Their um, fans were probably. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, the White Album had some weirdness going on. Let's be honest, though. Yeah. Did you guys, the that Black they, Album? <laughs> the Black Album was their uh, foray into rap band. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> John Lennon got some flow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listening to the Beatles rap would have been uh, a pleasure. Um, I'm going down the street. That's right. Gonna shoot these that. people up in heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ringo is the one that's uh, rapping for some reason. He did, he did his own thing. He did a... Oh, uh, oh mother... Yeah. <laughs> he and Ice-T uh, got together, or Ice-Cube. <laughs> no, yeah, Ice-T was, was, yeah, was yeah. in uh, NWO, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the only phrase you could say of his, because that's the only words he ever says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's his entire dialogue on Law & Order SVU now. Come on, Munch, let's go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, and Sam stacks his books in a circle so they can all fall like dominoes, Vector. Yes, I, I do that, as well as trying to resurrect our v- listeners from the dead to uh, to get our numbers up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need that. We need, we need, we need all of that. Um, great. So let's pull up a comfy chair and dive into this. Um, well, it's been a week off. Uh, thank you for being patient. Uh, hopefully you've decided not to move on and you are still, in fact, listening to the show. Um, yeah. We had, had my wife I and I... I got so much angry, 
angry email over uh, missing yeah. a week. It no, was just uh, no, you, no, you didn't. It was horrible. No, in you. fact, the only the only emails I've gotten were <laughs> in that account were from um, uh, GoDaddy.com giving giving me different options for um, domain oh, securing, names. Yeah. Um, whenever Corny signs into the Google Drive, I get an <laughs> alert saying someone has accessed your Google Drive from a PC because it's always a. Is it racial profiling? Well, no, because it's always like either an Android or whatever your your desktop or your laptop is. Um, oh, yeah. Optimus Prime is my uh, laptop. Well, it, it doesn't say that, but it says oh, okay. from a PC <laughs> or something like that. Cause, but it knows. Um, and then, ooh, what was that? The, okay. <laughs> the shadow knows. Uh, and then the one that I have now is the, from Stitcher. Uh, apparently Stitcher was bought by something called Midroll. Oh, um, no. It sounds like an oil yeah, so <laughs> you put in your car. Uh, Stitcher sure has been acquired by Midroll, an EW Scripps owned company. Um, yeah. And so I have uh, whatever. I'm not reading it right now on air because that would be really boring. So those are the emails that we got. Okay. Um, but I think I did get a tweet or two. Actually, I did get a tweet from listener Alan letting us know that uh, Jurassic Park, the trilogy, is streaming yes. on the Netflix. And so I said. Oh, we, we know, and we will definitely de- be doing at least the first one. Yeah. Um, now, you guys can't do it while I'm not here, though. No, no, we'll definitely do it when you're here. I, okay. Um, right. No, we're definitely going to do it when I, you're I need here. To, I need to sit here and, and be able to at least defend some of it. No, 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 no. Well, I mean... Some of it is not, it's a little hard to, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and that's uh, that's fair. But no, I, I, I want to do that one. Um, we had... Back when Chad was still with us, not that he died, but when he was still part of the show, as <laughs> soon as it left my rest his soul, yeah, Sam, get back on that uh, resurrecting of the listeners thing. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, that could not have been more racist. That actually sounds Hawaiian. Uh, well, that's where you resurrect the dead, don't you? I, I, I don't know. No, um, no, you have to use spam and Reese's there, though. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, wow, true. That was racist. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? I don't remember now. What was I going with? This? Oh no! Uh, so we had mentioned doing kind of like our favorite movies on the show. You know, at some point, yeah. Uh, we actually did record an episode for fire or for Serenity, but. Uh, technology and things didn't work out that way, so it has been lost to the ether. Um, uh, that episode was a leaf on the wind. Yeah, uh, and uh, and then we did we did um, Beverly Hills Cop, but that's actually not your favorite, right? It would be Scott Pilgrim versus the World would be your number one. That would right? be correct. Yeah. So is it, it uh, what you might call it in somewhere, anywhere? Streaming? streaming? Anywhere? No. Yeah. Probably not. Probably, yeah, I wouldn't think so. Uh, so, Andrew, that th- th- lends me to this question. We don't know what your favorite movie is. Oh, that's right. That you came true. in late to this fight. Yeah. yeah. That is true. <clears throat> so this is your opportunity to tell us what it is. Oh, you're asking right now. Yes, I am. He ain't, ain't going to do it. He's scared. Oh. Uh, I mean. But you won't, well, but you won't do it. I haven't really had time to process this. It's so funny. Up. People keep saying that. It's hard. Like, I don't know why, but I... Like, if someone were to say what movie, just like, I don't know, without thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. What's my go-to movie? I mean, I just, I guess. Wait, that's right. Andrew wasn't here for our top ten episodes. Right. But oh. I mean, but before the top ten episodes that we did, all three of us knew what our, even Chad, we knew what our favorite movie was. 
we we have our favorite movies we picked out. It's the movie that we that we all love and go back to that we find the least amount of fault with. The thing that I we identify most with. Like uh, I, I think of rewatchability. And there's that too. I mean, but yeah. mm-hmm. um, I think there's a really at different. a certain point you don't want to watch Schindler's List more than once. <laughs> no, no, you <laughs> really an don't. Amazing, absolutely amazing movie. But God forbid, right? I, I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. And there are other movies like that that are that are great films. I'm not saying what is the greatest film of all time. I'm asking to you. What is your, also my favorite? Let me so let me uh, that over. If you have, yeah, you don't, we don't ponder need, on this yeah. while we do our show. And that's then maybe fine. At the end yeah. I'll have a... And if you don't, that's fine too. My point being though is that yeah. at some point in the next, we'll say before episode two hundred, five minutes. No, yeah, no. Before <laughs> episode two hundred, I'd like for us to have done maybe our our favorite movies, um, and maybe we'll do Chad's and bring him back on. To, oh to, man, to give him that opportunity to do that. What? I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, and then also we have um, coming up, probably over the summer. Um, uh, we've got some. Uh, we'll be doing the people who donated the twenty five dollars and more um, on our GoFundMe account. Uh, we will have them on to do some movies. Fighting um, to the death. Um, I already know one of them. As it should be. Uh, uh, listener Michael uh, Antonucci. He's a he's Big a, Mike. He's a good friend and he's a good listener. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike. He, um, <laughs> I already know that we're going to be doing Godzilla Final Wars for his. Nice. For his so we're, I'm excited for that. So anyway, but none of that is The Mummy. So um, this is 1999's The Mummy. Mummy. And, and hopefully uh, Andrew has had enough time to find some words to say about The Mummy. An American serving in the French Foreign Legion on an archaeological dig at an ancient city of Hamanatra <laughs> accidentally... What does he do again? Uh, Raise yes, it up. You're the it, one oh, reading. <laughs> oh, there's a mummy. That's right. He awakens a mummy. There we go. And that's the whole game. A mummy? <laughs> a mummy. Yes, he awakens mummy. his mummy. His mummy. Hello, mummy. Um... Lewis. Mum. Lewis. <laughs> Mummy. 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 Mama. Mum. Mama. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. 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 Thanks, guys. We don't need to do that. Um. You know, I actually have that as a ringtone. Hey, Sean. Yes, Sean. I know you do. Sean. I've heard it. Sean. No, Sam. Sean. Stop. Sean. Sean. <laughs> hey, Sean. Stop. Sean. Sean. I will Sean. mute you. Sean. What? Hi. Then run away. <laughs> Um, I, so you guys know, uh, before we, uh, we get into our, our big things, um, I just, I, I run in Andrew's intro, it reminded me of this question that I've been burning in my, my brain ever since I've watched this movie a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, why was he there? Why was he part of that army? Like why? I've, I've, <clears throat> I've yours is not the question. No, actually, I don't know. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he I, was following some tail. Could you be. You think that's what it was? Because mm-hmm. I, I... Well, I, if he was an archaeologist... He wasn't. He, he was a, a... He's a soldier. He's a soldier, yeah. Maybe he, me, him and Benny had, uh, you know, their boot camp fun together and then just thought, hey... Wait, hold on. No, no. No. <laughs> no. They were in... They, the beginning of the movie starts with them... Defending Hamanoptera from the yeah. from someone. That's what I'm saying. Him and Benny were best of friends in, in boot camp. 
Boot Camp, Benny was not of the same, he's not American. Benny Boot Camp, yeah. <laughs> boot Camp. If, if he was an American soldier, how did he get there? Or Because he, he just said in the intro that he was with the French Foreign Legion, so did he just volunteer for them? I would guess so, yeah. It just seems weird. Whatever. Anyway. Um, so who has seen this before? Uh, I have. I have. I have. Oh, all right. So we've all seen it. Good. Um, maybe. We'll see. Um, so Andrew, I guess your initial impression, sir. Um, I honestly hadn't <clears throat> seen this movie in a long time. Now I watched it many times before, uh, years ago. And occasionally when it came on, you know, cable or whatever, I would watch bits and pieces of it here and there. Uh, and I honestly had forgotten how much fun this movie is. <laughs> like it's, it's not the best movie in the world, but it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. I had some moments where I LOL'd out loud and uh, <laughs> you laughed out loud out loud <laughs> yes <laughs> is that when you go to the uh, ATM machine yeah yes and you yeah. use your pin number exactly okay um, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> there, I mean the uh, as far as how it holds up today the CGI is a little behind the time but for what it was that you know when it first came out it was Pretty good. Um, the scene with the bug crawling under the guy's skin was looked like you know just Jello on his chest. Uh, <laughs> but it, back then it was believable. Now it was kind of cheesy. But um, some of it was campy. But I I still enjoyed it. I still had a good time. <clears throat> okay. Awesome. Uh, corny. Um. A lot of what Andrew said, um, actually, actually, really a lot of what Andrew said, um, I've forgotten how much fun this movie was as well. Um, in my mind, I was thinking it was going to be garbage because it had Brandon Fraser in it. Like, it, you know, you just kind of get that feeling nowadays. But this is actually what he did well, uh, I think. Um, this type of, of um, cliff note, uh, Indiana Jones kind of Avenger, um, where it's, Follows a lot of the same format. Some of the things are a little different, obviously, but um, I, I actually ended up liking this again. Um, I won't watch it again. No, I won't watch it anytime soon. But uh, I think it was, it was it was good. It was good. All right, uh, Sam. It's been a while since I've seen this. Uh, it's always been on my uh, radar. You know, I'm kind of like Andrew, where if it's on TV, I might stop and watch it for a little bit. So it's been a while since I've actually seen the whole thing all the way through. Uh, I like this movie. I think it's a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, it is campy. It is supposed to be campy. They made it that way. And and it's very, um, what do you call it? It's not self-reflective, but it, it can make fun of itself. And it's still, a little yeah, self-aware. Thank you. Self-aware and, and still be a good, uh, a good movie. Um, I enjoy Brendan Fraser in this. This is if I had to compare it to anything, it would be Indiana Jones Light. Yes. Um, and I, I have a heck of a lot of uh, a heck of a good time on this thing. Um, and the special effects are pretty bad when you go back and, and look at it. A lot of the the effects you could just see were just kind of placed over things. Um, you know the sand effects and and like the the bubbling murky water or whatever that was. Um, but, uh, 
it's fun. Um, this is where I, I ha- I've always had a huge crush on the, the the actress, whatever her name was, Rachel Weisz. Rachel Weisz. Rachel Weisz. Rachel Weisz. And and this movie cemented that in my mind. Um, for that, but uh, you know, I like this one. I like the sequel, and the third one was horrible. But um, you know, it, 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 they progressively got worse, like a lot of movies. Kind of like triplets. Okay. Okay. But I had fun. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to talk about this because it's in my mind when I before I saw it this last time, it was up there. Um, maybe not the best movie in the world, but I held it in pretty high esteem, and I'm kind of interested to see what you guys have to say. Um, you know, on, on some of the faults that are very, very obviously there. Number one being, why in the heck would you make this guy all powerful as a, as a punishment? Yeah. I, that (laughs) blows me away every time. And that's, this has been since the first time I saw it. I'm like, what, wait, okay. Yeah. They're burying him alive, but he can come back as a God. Yeah. Cool. I want that. It's funny you say that because it wasn't until this viewing that I understood that. Yeah. I was just like, oh, they say some words and he comes back because of whatever reason. I didn't realize that they literally made him immortal so that (laughs) he would suffer for forever. Yeah. That actually seems kind of short-sighted, guys. Just (laughs) just kill him. And not only that, but, you know, these these, um, barbarians, not barbarians, whatever they were that were guarding... The, the oh, Sparrow's uh, bodyguards? The, the Mangina. Yeah. <laughs> the Mangina. <laughs> the Magi. <laughs> and the uh, Mangina. The Magi. Oh, the star to the baby the little Mag- Yeah, they were literally the, the worst. Because, <laughs> you know, first of all, they come in and they a lot of them die. And, and, you know, when they're raiding the, the night camp, yeah. right? And they're dying left and right. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, wait, we're going to give you guys one night. And then... And then that's it, yeah. right? And I'm like, couldn't they just rolled up nicely and said, you know, come on, get off the property, give me a night tomorrow. <laughs> get off my lawn! You know, <laughs> yeah, shake a stick instead, at Instead, you know, they lost half their forces. All these nerf herders on my nerf herding lawn. Right. Yeah. Lost all their their, their forces on a, a surprise attack or whatever it was. Um, but then they give them a warning. Um, but it's stuff like that, that that was just action for action's sake, yeah. you know? Um but uh, I don't know the whole mummy idea, the tombs, the the Egyptian, the the Indiana Jones vibe. It just all speaks to me. I have, I have a really good time with this movie. How about you, Sean? Um, <clears throat> so I'm glad we're we're all kind of in agreement, <clears throat> which may or may not make for a good episode. But <clears throat> I, I I actually genuinely love this movie, and I did back in '99. Pretty sure I saw it in the theater. Um, I like Brendan Fraser. I wish he was in more things that mattered. Um, and I. I like the campiness of this. This, to me, is what the Phantom was supposed to be. Yeah. Like, okay. okay. The yeah. whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, this is what the Phantom should have been if they would have had Bruce Campbell as the lead. <laughs> if you get Bruce Campbell oh as the lead, you can make this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it would have been better because I like this movie a lot. It's fun and campy and... Like like you said, it's self aware. Like there's a I, yeah. I got a clip of it later, but like every time they say something about the mummy, the wind blows. And Brendan Fraser even says, "Well, that happens a lot around a lot here." There, yeah. <laughs> he, he might as well have looked at the camera. Probably yeah. looking. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, the, like the weather was was aware of what was happening. Um, 
So I, I, I like it for all of those things. It's been probably five, six, eight years since I've watched it. It's one of those that every now and then they'll throw it on TBS in a marathon with all three. Um, and I've, I've, you know, I, I don't know. I own it on VHS. <laughs> um, so to give you an idea. Uh, so yeah, I, I really like this movie. Is it without fault? No. No. Um, <laughs> Absolutely not. But I, I don't know. So... So I want to get into this, the, 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 I think all three of you have mentioned the kind of Indiana Jones feel. Okay. And um, to be fair to Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones was actually taken from Alan Quartermain. Um, he was kind of the first of that um, kind of romantic era, 1920s, 30s explorer. Right, and there re- there's a reason why we like our Indiana Jones and our this movie and The Phantom was supposed to be, and there are other movies like this. I can't think of any off the top of my head. They're always set during that time, right, the 20s and 30s, because mm-hmm. we were still exploring stuff and discovering things and learning about stuff, right? Like now we've discovered everything. When when something is discovered, it's a big damn deal because we're like, oh my god, you had to go seven miles in the ocean to see this weird creature. Um, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We, we're no yeah. longer finding things in the jungle. Well, um, and, and there was a certain mis, mis, mysteries and, mis, yeah. you know, back then that it was it was a, a bigger deal. Um, around every corner was a new adventure. Right. And you didn't have technology to bail you out. You yeah. know, you couldn't just pick up a rock and stick it in a laser gun and kill all the gorillas. Like, you can't do that. You know, you you're kind of... You know, you're at your wits and uh, yeah, and, and your skill, I guess, and your whip if you have one of those, your whip or your gun. Yeah, yeah, that never ran out of bullets. Um, they 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 must have carried like a hundred pounds worth of bullets with them wherever they went. But whatever, I don't care about that stuff. Um, but I really like those types <clears throat> of movies, and I I I think they're fascinating, and I I want more of them in my life, and. Um, there you go. So, and for better or for worse, we're getting another mummy movie. I don't know if you guys yeah, knew I that, saw that. Yeah, they're re- rebooting it. Yeah, basically, yeah, they're rebooting well, They have to, don't they? They have to to keep the movie rights, if I, if I remember right. From who? Like, who's gonna... I don't know. I mean, well, just to, just to, I don't know. I'm sure somebody would take the movie rights. Well, I mean, I guess who cares, but like, who cares, but like. I, I wouldn't, you know, this isn't like a case of Spider-Man where they have to make another Spider-Man movie or, or Sony loses, uh, you know, Spider-Man back to Marvel. I just, uh, I, the thing that I've already bothers me about it is who they cast. Tom, Tom, I, Tom Cruise is the lead. Uh, right. Wait, Tom wait, Cruise is the lead for the next Mummy movie. Uh, oh, Lord. Which out. means it's. It's already watered down in my mind. Well, Give me it, old Bruce Campbell before you I give mean, me tough. You can, you can, I think that you need, I mean, we're going to maybe skip ahead in the part of the show where we recast the movie, but they've already done it for us, which I don't like. I don't like the, I love Tom Cruise. Don't get me wrong. If you want to make an, a, what, a sixth Mission Impossible movie, throw him in there. I'm great yeah. with that because that's what that genre is. If you've seen any of the other mummy movies, they're campy. And Tom Cruise can't do camp. No. He can't. The so, closest he's ever been to camp would be the day after tomorrow. Not day after tomorrow. Um, live, die, repeat. Uh, oh, uh, uh, the edge of tomorrow. Edge of tomorrow. Thank you. I wouldn't consider that camp. I was going to say the, his, uh, his uh, little cameo in the... Yeah, in the... 
Okay, Tropic no, Thunder. I'll that. Yeah, I'll yeah. give that. But that's not camp. That's comedy. You know, like that. He, and then he wasn't even himself. He was a yeah. dude in a fat suit. Oh no, he wasn't a fat suit. He was uh, he is the bald. He had the bald thing right going on. He, oh, had, he had a fat suit on too. He oh, did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, I've only not seen a, not my, a gigantic fat suit. I've only yeah. seen that movie like one time. Yeah. The only thing I remember from it was um, uh, that the crazy dude saying "f you nature" when he napalmed the forest. Oh, that's the only part of the whole movie I remember. You don't remember Black Robert Downey Jr.? I mean, I do. <laughs> and he's crying, and he's like got drool coming out of his mouth, and he's like, "Can we do something about this?" Um, anyway, what do like, you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Um. <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. I just, I think there are different people you can certainly get to do this thing. Heck, I mean, they, they've, they've rumored it enough and I don't think it's going to happen. Get Chris Pratt to do it. Oh, there you go. That's you know, a perfect fit. Yeah. Like, like get Chris Pratt to do the mummy. Let it be his, his second audition for Indiana Jones. Indiana since, Jones. Since Jurassic Park four was kind of his audition, whatever. For the, for it, but like he could do, it and he can do campy. He can do silly. We all watch Guardians of the Galaxy and love him in it. Absolutely, um, every minute of it. Right. So I don't know. I just it already bugs me, but I don't know. I, again, don't. Although make, again, I don't know if I'd want him in it only because I want him for Indiana Jones. Well, he could do both, I guess, but maybe uh, not. I don't know. But I mean, uh, I don't know if you want to dust out Brendan Fraser to do the next Mummy movie, but I, I still. What they're going to do now is turn it serious. Yeah. They're going to turn it into like a genuine, um, like a genuine either horror or, or whatever kind of movie. And I, I, I'm, if I'm they like, do that now, I mean, if they do that, then he's, he's kind of a good fit, but thought safe, safely entombed in a crypt deep beneath the unforgiving desert, an ancient queen whose destiny was unjustly taken from her is awakened in our current day. All right, Wait, so, so Tom Cruise is an ancient queen? <laughs> yeah, it's got uh, Tom Cruise. Show me the mummy! Sophia Botella. <laughs> oh, she... Show me the mummy. That's nice. I missed that. I'm sorry. That's 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 worth repeating. Um, the girl that was in... Uh, she's the knife-footed lady from The Kingsman. Oh, she, okay. She is the mummy queen. Okay. Um, mummy. Russell Crowe is in it Boom. as Dr. Henry Jekyll. What are they doing? Mr. Hyde? Really? Yeah. Uh-oh. Are they turning this into like an Alan Quartermain kind of thing? Because Tom Cruise's character is just Tyler Colt, which is kind of a cool name, actually. <laughs> um, I don't recognize anyone else in this, though. Except for Courtney B. Vance. I recognize him. But anyway. Oh. No, that's not the point. That's not uh, the mummy we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about 1999's mummy, uh, the good mummy, because I'm going to say it. I, I like love it. the fact that, that there was such a backstory to it. I was not expecting that the first time I saw it. Right. And to, you know, you're sweeping in in old Egypt, and and the reason why he became a mummy, and and all of that. I thought that was well done. Yeah. Right? I I had forgotten that it even existed. So yeah, you're right. I I enjoyed yeah. that. I enjoyed the visuals. It was CGI as hell, but I didn't care. Oh yeah. Um, uh, but even the uh, like the um, plagues, you know, it didn't really need it, but it, it just added that certain element of the supernatural to yeah. uh, to the whole story. Yeah. So I like. Oh, 
Emotep. And just remember, that's what if if you're a zombie horde is coming after you, just pretend you're a zombie and he'll leave you alone. <laughs> I love that. And the only other movie I've ever seen that was in Zombieland. When Bill Murray dresses up like a zombie, he can go oh, hang yeah. out with other zombies. Yeah. Um like I just don't think that that would be how it would work. You know, they're oh, we gotta kill that one. Oh, he sang the chant. Oh, then he's fine. Even though yeah, he doesn't least, look like he's got boils and sores on him and whatever. I also, at least in the in the Walking Dead, you know, you got to cover yourself with blood and guts to just to, to fit in. No, okay, yeah, gross. Um, I have always wondered though, how come they were immune to the zombification? Like, why did it affected everyone else in the town except plot them? armor? That's they were inside, <laughs> but plot armor. Thank you, Corny, because that's literally the words yeah. I wrote down. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked at. I was so you know as as a uh, uh, as I am now trained to do. I'm looking at this movie, going, "Huh, that's that's very convenient that uh, no one else is affected by this, mm-hmm. <laughs> or no one that matters." Yeah, like how awful would it have been had Weston been turned into a zombie? Then they could have had that cool scene with the plane. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Like if he would have been yeah. turned into a zombie, like you know how how bad would that have been? But if you had a first name, you were good. Um, Or American, I guess. But otherwise, zombie. Sorry. Uh, Whatever. My first note was, so the Magi are against love. That's what I wrote. Mangina. Mangina. (laughs) I'm not not saying that. (laughs) That's going to be the title of the episode, man. Come on. Oh, no. Actually, I'm I'm actually pretty sure it's going to be Show Me the Mummy. Uh, That was funny. (laughs) Oh no! That's not as funny as Mangina. No, oh, did, I did almost spill my milk with that one. <laughs> but not a euphemism. I'm actually drinking milk tonight. Um, oh. I, had co- I had cookies. Sarah pumped. Uh, oh. 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 oh, that's one of those things you can think but not say. So. Yeah, oh, good sorry, God. sorry. It just slipped out. I just I couldn't couldn't help it. Oh my God, that, that Sam Otep. Yeah, that's a part of your brain that. Filters things out. It needs to be restarted or something. The filter has been deactivated. <laughs> is that right. one? Is that what happened for the podcast? You're like, all right, time for the podcast. Filter off. Yeah, I think so. It makes it interesting, at least. That's fine. Um, of all, I still want to know why they were defending Hamanaptra for whatever reason. The French people. Yeah, it didn't uh, apparently it's strategic military. Uh, <laughs> it's in the middle of location. the desert. I mean, that like there's nothing yeah. there. Um. I'm. I'm. St- I guess it was just the way to to introduce Brendan Fraser and the fact that he's great with a weapon and in a fight. And then you had what Mummy Grave ex Machina save him. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, and then my next note was interesting to compare the Phantom to this same genre, same time frame, but this is way better. Um. So anyway, um. I actually didn't take a whole lot of notes for this movie. It's kind of it kind of goes with my rule. If I like the movie, I don't take a whole lot of notes because I'm I wasn't entertained. I was into the movie. So, um, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, so I don't know where you're about to go, but uh, I don't. Either. I wanted to point out that uh, Brendan Fraser in this movie is part superhuman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How so? Uh, so, I guess uh, for notes for the first time. So he goes to uh, okay. Let's put him back when he's in the uh, little makeshift prison. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're beating the shit out of him uh, with those things. <laughs> yeah. And he's kind of ignoring it for the most part. Yeah. 
It's like uh, an inconvenience. Then, yeah. It's like, all right, we'll like, see. Uh, yeah, I'm going to punch this guy in the nose. I know he's going to hit me with a stick, but whatever. Could you, could you not? Could, right. you, could you not? And then, of course, they, they drop him to hang him, and he falls like five feet. They should have snapped his neck. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's found there. And then. I have some trivia uh, about that. Later. He picks up Benny by a shirt and holds him up. And it's just doing it. No straining. Uh, but I think what actually gets me the, the, the whole he's a superhuman is the uh, being uh, punched by essentially Superman um, and Emotep mm-hmm. and getting thrown in the walls and that kind of thing. And just shrugging it off. Yeah. But the thing is, it's it, now the reason why I say superhuman, superhuman as opposed to just, you know, being part of the movie is that everybody else dies from normal things. So I'm thinking to myself, maybe uh, maybe he does have superpowers. Maybe he's uh, yeah. maybe he's Not part casino man. The way he he handles his dual weapons is uh, <laughs> very reckless. Yeah, he was a pretty good akimbo uh, going there. Um, yeah. Gunkata. Yeah. Gun-kata. Oh, he was studying the gunkata. You think so? Nice. Um, I was always good to have a call back to that movie. I appreciate that. Uh no, yeah, you're right, Corny. I mean, yeah, he like any normal person would have died like 12 times in this movie, but you know, like we've already established, he's got plot armor. <laughs> um, but you also forget, like, when you see him on film, he's a big dude. Brendan yeah. Fraser is a is a large man, and um, I'm actually kind of surprised and uh, 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 truth be told that they didn't find some way to like get his shirt off. You know, like he's six <laughs> he's six three. And he's in the um, desert. Why, why are you bringing that up? <laughs> well, you know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, for whatever reason, it always feels like these movies where, like, the Phantom, right? He has to have his shirt off to show that he's ripped. You know, like, he had a scratch on him, so we had to make sure he took his shirt off so we could see him ripped. Like, that's what I mean by that. Or like Guardians of the Galaxy. When, when right, yeah, yeah. We got to make sure. Oh, Chris Pratt's changed. He's not that funny dude from Parks and Rec. He's actually yeah. built and tough. See? We got to make sure. Yeah. So. They do it in movies, you know. Tom Cruise gets his shirt off every chance he gets um, in movies for a guy. Who's... I, I do that too when I'm uh, eating. <laughs> <What are> you... <laughs> <laughs> that was really strange and scary. <laughs> you got a little Buffalo Bill quality to that. Yeah, it was. Put the lotion on his skin. Yeah. Sorry. The lotion in the basket. <laughs> I was eating a Twix. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Remember, according to Jen, the mute button is not your friend. Yes. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so I wrote down a bunch of tropes for this movie, like a bunch of tropes. But they were, they had to be, like. Again, remember, not all, not all tropes are bad. They're just things yeah. that filmmakers use because they're comfortable and sometimes easy. But yeah. they're not always bad. My first trope was hot librarian. That ain't bad. She was hot. I, I I enjoyed the hell out of her character. I thought she was cute and fun and bubbly. And she yeah. she is the trope where she breaks the stereotype where she's a woman in a different time period who's smart, yeah. right? And um, can actually kind of take care of herself a little bit. She's not the damsel in distress. I mean, she really isn't in this movie, which is great. She gets kidnapped, but... And she, yeah, there was a rat on her, and which was scary, and she had to fight a mummy, but she fought another mummy, right? I mean, she kind of yeah. did some stuff. The second movie is actually where she, uh, like, learns, like, kung fu. 
um, which is kind of fun. Or is it Mumfu? Mumfu? No, it's... Uh, or Mumfu and Sons. Whatever the British learn. Um, they do have a son. Did you, did you read the trivia about uh, the rating and, and her? Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, that's actually one of the pieces I, I put in for the show. Okay, I'll yeah. I'll let you save it. For yeah, a, we'll we'll for get there in a little bit. Um, yeah. but I, I, that was that was a good trip. I liked. I mean, again, yeah. I thought she was great. Um, I thought she was again. She was very cute in this movie. I'm trying to remember what was before this movie. Uh, but this was kind of one of her first big roles, right? I think so. My my, if I remember right, was this 1998? 99. She um. I know she was in the what the Constant Gardener, uh, something like that. Chain, chain reaction she was in that's right. with uh, uh, with uh, Keanu. Oh, that's her second movie with him. Yeah, she's done a couple other movies, but then she does The Mummy, and then she did Sunshine, and then that's she right. did. She was in Sunshine, and then she did Enemy at the Gates, and then The Mummy Returns. Oh, that's right. She was in that. I've totally forgot about that. Yeah. She was the, the the smelling of the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is our second okay. um, movie with uh, third movie with her, with Constantine. Mm-hmm. That's nice. right. And then of course she was the voice of uh, Ara- uh, Safira in Aragon, um, which is a terrible movie, but not because of no. her. Uh, and then she was in the Born Legacy movie. Uh, the really? fourth, the fourth Born movie, yeah. Okay. That um, one, that one, she actually is the damsel in distress in that particular movie. Um, so she, I mean, she's been in a, a yeah, she's done she's, stuff she's, we've yeah, known. Yeah, yeah, she's had a good career, but like I was trying to think if this was kind of her, maybe kind of breakout kind of a thing, and not me, I guess a little bit, but it yeah. was also Brendan's kind of breakout, right? Like, no, he was no, but my my point is, is that all right? So here's here's the comparison. The, this movie for Brendan Fraser is to what Speed was to Keanu Reeves. Okay, I'll give you that. Does it make sense? Like, Keanu yes. was a name, but I remember watching Speed in, what, 94 or 95 when it came out with my parents, which, again, I would have been, what, 13 when that yeah. movie came out? Well, here's the and, question. What came first, Encino Man or this? Well, Encino Man. Yeah, Encino Man. That's what I would think so, too. And, well, yeah, Encino Man, and I also think that um, uh, George the Jungle also came before this, too. Yeah. Um, well, and if, if you think about it, like you said, it... it it aligns right up with Keanu Reeves, who did uh, Bill and Ted, right? Um, versus you know when he really broke out in uh, Matrix, right? And he speed. was yeah. Sorry, speed. So so Brendan does he does um, Encino Man, which was kind of his first film, actually it was his first film, and then Son in Law, and yeah. then Airheads, which is a really funny movie, um, and then The Scout, which I really like that movie. Have you guys ever seen that movie, The Scout? Mm, I'm not sure. Is that a football movie? It's a baseball movie. No, then no. And Andrew, <laughs> I was just thinking. No, something. I, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. So the quick premise of the movie: the 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 the, the guy who was the scout, uh, his name is Albert Brooks. Which you're like Albert Brooks? What does that name sound familiar? He voiced Marlin in Finding Nemo. Um, okay. Um. Anyway, he uh. He, he's a scout for a baseball team for the New York Yankees, and he pisses off somebody. And so as punishment, they send him down to, you know, BFE. Purgatory. Well, they basically, they, well, yeah, they send him to Mexico. No, oh. no, they send him to Mexico, and they find okay. this Brendan Fraser kid. He's a pitcher. 
And he's the greatest pitcher that's ever lived, but he's a head case. And they finally get him to New York, and he's going to start be the starting pitcher for the Yankees. And he, he gets, and this is the kind of the end of the movie, but he, he freaks out and he climbs onto the roof of the building of the, the Yankee Stadium, right? And the, his, his, the guy comes up and he's like, what's going on? He goes, he's kind of freaking out. And then they, he's trying to calm him down. And then he says, what's the worst that can happen? He says, well, you'd lose. And he says, well, yeah, half the people down there lose every time anyway. It's just kind of a funny, funny bit, right? And then he becomes, the, he's basically the greatest pitcher that ever lived. Like he plays the game that he pitches. He pitches, and when I mean a perfect game, it was, you know, three strikeouts, three strikeouts, three strikeouts in an inning. Three, three strikeouts. He never threw anything but a strike. Anyway, the scout. Go watch it. It's fun. Um, and then he does some other little little, little things, little things. Then George of the Jungle. Oh. <laughs> watch out for that tree. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic did a George of the Jungle version. Huh. Um, blast yeah, from the. Did shot. you see he's he's uh in North Carolina or he's going to do his concert? Yeah, I, yeah, I reposted that. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, I really yep. do. Uh, I agree. He, so he does blast them past, and then he does the mummy, right? And so, but then he goes back and he does bedazzled, and then uh, monkey bone. Oh yeah, I forgot about monkey uh, bone. <laughs> the mummy returns, and then Looney Tunes back in action. Oh yeah, he was in that too. I remember that. They were trying to do space, space jam. <laughs> yeah, basically, um, the journey to the center of the Earth, and then the third movie, and then my computer just what the hell? Okay, uh, and then he did a handful of episodes of The Fairly Odd Parents and Inkheart, which was a really bad movie. Um, and then he did. Now this is funny. Did you guys see the G.I. Joe movie? The first one? Yes. Yeah. The Rise of Cobra? Yeah. Um, I hated it. Did you guys like it? I mean... Oh, I loved it. It really? was... It was really? It wasn't the worst thing ever. No, I didn't. It, was, no, but I, I, it wasn't great. A, a, fr- a, a friend of ours and a friend of the show, I'm not going to tell him because um, <laughs> he actually really liked the movie and I, <laughs> I I argued with him for days about that movie because we saw it in the theater together and he was like, this was great. And I'm like, this was awful. Um, but anyway, Brendan Fraser was in that as kind of the drill sergeant. Do you remember that? Yeah, that's um, right. Because it's the same director, the guy who directed the Mummy and the Mummy Two did that movie, and so and they also had the same bad guy. the The Mummy, the physical, the actual actor who's the Mummy, was in that movie also as a bad guy. Um, and when I saw him, so that was the only part that I liked was when Brendan Fraser was in the movie when he was getting to like kick. Channing Tatum's ass. That was the best part of the movie, and an otherwise <laughs> terrible movie. So, uh, so so anyway, my point being is that I, what this movie was supposed to do, it didn't do. Like okay. what again? What Speed did for Keanu Reeves, it blew him up. Like his his career completely took off after Speed. Whereas I feel like. It was supposed to happen for Brendan Fraser, but he kept just getting pigeonholed as this goofy dude, and he never got taken seriously as an action guy. You know, so yeah. Anyway, like I hope that doesn't happen to Chris Pratt because his two action movies, he's still a clown. Mm-hmm. Um, even in Jurassic World, he's still kind of a goofball. Isn't he going to be in the new um, 
Magnificent Seven, the re- remake of that. Yes, yes. Yes, I've seen the trailer for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking oh, forward to good. that. Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that's going to be on the level of uh, of um, True Grit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Steven Summers is the director of this fine film, and he basically did... Uh, he likes uh, directing those types of movies, as in uh, Catch Me If You Can, which is a, actually a good movie. No, wait. The wrong Catch Me If You Can. Sorry. The 1989 Catch Me If You Can, starring... Who is that? No one I've ever heard of. Okay, good job. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, he directed that, and then he did The Adventures of Huck Finn... With uh, Zachary Taylor Thomas, I'm pretty sure. The Jungle Book, Deep Rising, The Two Mummy Movies, Van Helsing, G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra, Odd Thomas. That's it. So, yeah, whatever. He's done some stuff. He's done some other writing. He wrote The Scorpion King and The Scorpion King, I guess pretty much all of them. Yeah, I know. You talk about bad CGI, though. Oh. That first Scorpion King. Oh, the Scorpion oh. King in the second Mummy movie is horrendous. Oh, yeah, that is that is that is like Adobe effects, you know. Oh man, level bad. That's real bad. So anyway, they might as well have used stop motion. Stop know, motion would have actually looked better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's play this game real quick. Uh, this movie had a budget of hundred twenty. Corny. Hundred and ninety. Oh, geez. Do you think this is a $200 million movie? <laughs> I'm just going over. <laughs> I'm saying 90. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was 80. 80. Okay. Yeah, so you all went over, so none of you win. What did it gross? What was the final total? I would guess around 200. About 200? Let me, I got to get there. Let me get, uh, I got to get to the worldwide. Give me a second. Oh, worldwide, I'm guessing closer to five. $500 million? Yeah. All right. So you say 500 worldwide. Uh, Corny? I like this game. Oh, uh, grossing? Yeah. To- worldwide, uh, total gross. It seemed pretty popular, so I'm going to say 150. 100, only 150 million? Okay. Uh, Andrew? Uh, One million dollars. Only a million? No, that was my um, really <laughs> he's, bad. He's going <laughs> Dr. The, the, yeah. um, the minimum bid so he can win. Right, yeah. <laughs> One dollar. One dollar. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> The actual retail price was. I kind of want to Bob go. Really, one dollar? Yeah. Why don't you live a little, bitch? Uh, four hundred and fifteen million dollars worldwide. Oh wow! Yeah, I knew it was popular. Wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. Did this thing have a re-releasing? No, that's what I know. It says as of September of two thousand and twelve. Maybe that's when they stopped counting. I mean, I guess, like maybe, like in like dollar theaters took, and stuff it like took that. What, what, uh, thirteen years? Yeah, to, uh, to well, make its way through. So I guess technically, worldwide was four hundred and fifteen. Domestic was one hundred and fifty-five. So it made its movie. It was popular. Yeah. Um, one of the things in the trivia was that, like, after the first weekend it was in theaters, they called the, the director was called by the producers and said, "We're, ma- we're we need you to go ahead and just make another one." Yeah. So, um, it well, was, here's the big question: Why did it work? I, I, if you look at it, and and someone describes to you this thing, I don't know if I would think it would work. I think 
personally, and I want I want your opinion, all of your opinions. Yeah. I think that one, it was marketed. I think at the time probably pretty well. Um, it had a May release, May seventh release, so it was it was obviously gearing towards blockbuster summer kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Ninety nine, you had the Matrix coming out too, but I don't know what else it was competing against. Um, but it looked, it just looked fun, even in the previews. Yeah, you know, like I remember, I remember the previews because we were on, we were all in high school. Sam, you were, of course. Already married with children by this point, but um, what? And working with AARP. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> going to the five o'clock dinners. Um, I remember Boy. the the scene with the airplane when he was shooting the like the mummy face in the in the yeah. sand wall. Like I remember, it just it looked fun. Like Sam, you use the word fun, I think wrong sometimes, but this movie is fun. <laughs> I like to watch you suffer. That's fair. <laughs> no, I but I yeah. agree. You know, I, I I think Jen might have said it in an email last week or a week before. How you you want to hang out with these people? You know, Brendan Fraser and, yeah. and Hot Librarian. You you want to be in this movie, even though it's kind of creepy and scary. Mm-hmm. It would be a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah, to be around these folks. And you know, a lot of the movies that are like this, if you if you could think that about the characters, you've related to them on some level, and you want to uh, to see it succeed. I mean, for God's sake, look at Serenity. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if I would do anything to be a passenger on that ship, because it would be, oh yeah, it would be amazing. Nathan Fillion could do the reboot. Hey, there you go. I mean. That would be uh, better. I don't know. Um, there, I'm, so I'm, here's a rumor I'm going to help perpetuate for our show. I'm gonna, Corny, okay. I'm going to let you <laughs> expound real quick. I'm going to let you finish. But Brendan Fraser was the greatest. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, pulling Kanye. Oh. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but there is rumor now that Castle, the TV show Castle has ended, has that Nathan Fillion might get um, put in as one of the captains of the new Star Trek TV show that they're filming. Oh, how awesome would that be? Yeah, but would they allow him watch? What? You mean the one no one can watch? Yes, I'm still really upset about that. But 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 would they allow him to be? Why not? The captain we want. Why wouldn't they? Like, there's no reason for them not. Star Trek. I mean, there's still no. Hold on. Now that's that's his record. No, 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 no. no, no. To be honest, his record as a captain isn't very that good. He's he's gotten his pilots killed or (laughs) stabbed. Maroon on the island. I just don't see because the the it's Federation safe. is all about following the rules, except for Kirk. That was his thing, right? We watched the movie about that, right? Kirk's yeah. big thing is that he he's willing to break the rules if it if it's for the quote unquote greater good. <laughs> the like, greater good, right? That's something that Star Trek loves. Even Picard yeah. would do that from time to time. Janeway in Voyager had to because. They were by themselves. You had to. They kind of had to. You use the the use the Federation code as the guidelines, but sometimes you have to make stuff up. I don't know enough about deep 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 space. Yeah, nine, but, but but would would Nathan Fillion as a captain shoot first? I yes, that's my thing. Is <laughs> I, I think I think I think yes, and I think that's what Star Trek needs. Oh, is, I don't. I, yeah, I just use a Star Wars you. reference for. Why Star not? Trek? That's something that Kirk would do. They even make reference to it in the 09 Star Trek. Yet 
that look leap without looking kind of that mentality. Yeah. Like that's what I Kirk was. He totally cheated agree his. With you. Yeah, he cheated his test. Like that was what Kirk did. He cheated so that he could because he doesn't believe in the no win scenario. I think Nathan yeah. Fillion could portray that in this new world. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I would pee myself if it did. So you would actually pay for CBS streaming. I actually would if <laughs> if Nathan. You know what I'm saying? Like if they. Because they should have throw they threw out a teaser, which was ultimately nothing. It yeah. just showed me a logo. You know, you might as well just put out a poster. Um, but anyway, <sighs> all right, I, I I have to like calm back <laughs> down from this because that makes me so upset that they're doing this to start. Yeah, he's it gotten just, all red. Ah, uh, um, I see what you did there. Never heard that before. So <laughs> we were, however, we were I'll making. Again, we were. <laughs> please do. Uh, we, I, I made the case that I think Nathan Fillion could do a The Mummy reboot, and Corny, I think you were going to rebuke that. Uh, yes, yes, actually I was. Um, uh, I just, I need a stronger person to do that. He, I don't see him as the, let me fight this ridiculous thing. I see him more as the, let me fight with the items around me. So I don't see him picking up a sword and going after Imhotep in a fight like that. What I do see is him being held by the neck by Imhotep and him talking, you know, shit while something else happens. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. Can, can I, can I say something too along no. the lines of, of a problem I had with this, this viewing? <laughs> okay. Um, you know, we've got our sand people, um, the black robed guys, the, right? the Magi, sand people, the, the Manginas. Sand people yeah. taste like um, sand. Talk like people. Okay, towards the end of the movie, they're in the, the Hamanuptra, and and Guy seemingly goes down with the mummies. Yeah. Right? Yes. And then Brendan Fraser all of a sudden picks up a sword and is, like, totally master art, master of, of kung fu, knocking off these mummies. Mm-hmm. That, that was a little implausible to me this time, since that other guy was seemingly trained to... Uh, to be able to do what Brendan Fraser eventually did. Well, that's why he was able to survive and not only get out, but get out and get on a camel and then surprise everyone. So why didn't he help? He did help. No, he didn't. Oh, you, why didn't, you mean why didn't he help in the finale? Yeah. I think simply because the plot didn't need him. <laughs> there was there was an invisible barrier in front of him. He could not get past. It's, it's like in our RPG. It could be one of those things yeah. where you know where you're helping with a, a, an event and you've done your part, but there's so very little to be done with the other half. You're like, yeah, eh, I'm just gonna go. I, I think it's more like an RPG, right? You get into the <laughs> boss room, right? You've just you just had your save point. You know, you know shit's about to go down. So okay. then you go in and the walls close up, right? You're stuck in this room until you defeat yeah. the boss. And he was just on the outside. He was trying to get in, but the invisible thingies were there. You is, know? is this a, a Phantom Menace moment when uh, Obi-Wan is, is locked behind yeah, the, the laser exactly. wall? Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> like, why that laser wall even exists in, that, in that, that room of, like, why did you need to have those things there? Like, if, if, does maintenance guy have to go through and wait to get into the room with the big pit? Like, what was the point of yeah. that? It was safety. Is that, is that yeah, what it is? It's a safety measure. Yeah, OSHA uh, told them, you know, you need these lasers here yeah. to uh, to keep people Every out. walkway is not going to have a railing, but we're going to have this <laughs> long wall of laser doors yeah. for some reason. Because yeah. we need to inconvenience a Jedi in the future. Okay. 
<laughs> so dumb. So dumb. Any excuse to make fun of that movie, I'm all for. Oh, absolutely. I'm right there with you, bro. <laughs> um, I will say this. Uh, to your point, I guess maybe somebody, Sam, Corny, okay. I don't know. Andrew, yeah, one of us. Um, is that you said that there was exhaust vents on that uh, lightsaber? <laughs> yes, they were, but they were intentional. Um, <laughs> it was meant to be a hilt. <laughs> um, no, like, so you know this the 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 the, the hopping man trope that I keep trying yeah, to bring up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what about so the Magi? He had a whole army, right? Like, yeah. they released the mummy. Goes now he has to. We have to be the hunters, and then we don't see any of them ever again. Like, he got he got ninety percent of them killed in that run when they warned him. <laughs> right, but then they they go and they find that poor American right with no eyes and no tongue. Right. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, would the mummy have bad bad eyesight because he took a dude that needed glasses eyes? That, that's a really good point. He should have mm, bad eyesight. Actually, that would have been hilarious. He had to wear glasses. <laughs> yeah, he had to find a pick of his glasses. <laughs> oh, and by the way, those glasses. Speaking from someone who wears glasses, the glasses that he was wearing were so not thick for him to be as blind as he was. Like he was yeah. acting like Mr. Magoo. Velma. And, right. And like, and those things were half a millimeter thick. I mean, he didn't really need them anyway. I'm just, again, I'm, I wear glasses, whatever. My point is, is that no, what happened? It, to those, right. What happened to those guys? Yeah. You know what I'm saying though? Like yeah. those it glasses, pisses, it pisses us off. Those of us who wear really thick glasses when they portray people with glasses <laughs> with paper thin lenses or no lenses at all. Right. Pretend that they're blind. Like half of Harry Potter, he doesn't have lenses in his glasses. Yeah. And there's a scene so, when... So does uh, a big bang guy. What's his name? Uh, Not Sheldon. Uh, Leonard? Leonard. No, Leonard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it, it bothers the actors. They're like, we don't, we don't want glasses because we have... We're, we're rich and we can have corrective laser eye surgery. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, but yeah, that's the hopping, hopping man. Um, thing is like what he had a whole army and then they just they went in after him and then nothing what happened nothing like yeah because the, the Americans like the A team they went back into town so does that army show up again in the second movie I cannot remember that second movie for the life of me no but the dude does the leader yeah. he shows up yeah um to warn them that there's some people that are that are trying to resurrect him. And so he goes to London to, to, to save them, and then Evie gets kidnapped, of course. Yeah. And taken. Um, yeah, right, taken too. And then. I don't know what you want. There's this really cool. I don't have any mummy. <laughs> <laughs> but what I do have is a brother in law who's a wuss and a son that knows more archaeology than Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, there is this kind of funny scene, though, when he. He, he, he's in his car, right? They're rich because of all the gold and stuff that they had from leftover in the camel that Benji uh, pulled out for them, right? Uh, so they're living in this mansion. He, he has his car, and so they go there, and he opens up the trunk, and it's like an arsenal in his trunk. And he says, you want the shotgun? And he says, no, I prefer the Thompson. And then they get, like, geared up as if they're going to go and, you know, Call of Duty 4, um, the mummy attack, whatever it's called. Anyway. Oh, wouldn't you against that type of thing? Oh, shoot, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I, I, although I think a flamethrower would have been a better weapon against him. Yeah, probably kind Maybe. of cumbersome to carry on the back, like tank yeah. and things. What he really needed is that gun from Constantine. Like there you he go. should have get his wife to call up John and be like, "Hey, since you guys know each other, 
I need you to get me that cross gun with the flamethrower and the shotgun bit, and uh, we'll take this dude out. Of course, he wasn't apparently uh, affected by Jesus or um, Muhammad. Uh, it was the uh, the Jewish thing, which was kind of funny that he stopped for. Um, I'm gonna play some clips because we've been talking for an hour. <laughs> Are you ready? Here we go. No one wants to hear us talk. No, this is great. So this is most of mine are well. That's actually pretty true, Sam. Um, <laughs> most of these clips are funny. Uh, so we talked earlier about the Brendan Fraser getting his ass kicked. Here we go. It was to remain sealed. That's not it. This is it. <laughs> Inside his. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you were actually at Hamanatra. Yeah, I was there. You swear. Every damn day. No, I didn't mean that. I know what you meant. I was there. Seti's place, city of the dead. I like that. Every damn day. That's not what I meant. I know. I just thought it was funny. It was clever. It's Woody. I like that stuff. It was funny. And mm -hmm. the prison warden guy was funny, too. <laughs> and his bad negotiating. It was funny, too. Just this movie was fun. It was funny. Yeah. Like it was it was done well. I laughed. Sarah laughed. My my wife while she was feeding Daphne laughed. Um my son actually watched this with us, my three year old, though Oh dear. I covered his eyes over a lot of stuff. Like the mummy itself didn't really I he was kinda gross, but he wasn't scary. But bugs under the skin, I don't need him having that nightmare. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. So I covered his eyes whenever bugs under the skin happened. Anyway. Do they know something we don't? They're led by a woman. What does a woman know? What does a That's woman know? Is that Donald Trump? No. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's British Donald Trump. Hey, uh, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build a sarcophagus. It's going to be the best sarcophagus you ever see. Yeah. Believe me. But I'm going to make the mummy pay for it. <laughs> um, that was actually a trope. Uh, arrogant British dude. Um... Um, there you go. Uh, oh, yeah, this one was funny. According to these hieroglyphics, <clears throat> we're underneath the statue. We should come up right between his legs. I mean, those damn yanks go to sleep. No offense. Untaken. We'll dig our way up and steal that book right out from under them. Are you sure we can find the secret compartment thing? Oh, yes, those beastly Americans haven't beaten us to it. No offense. Untaken. <laughs> uh, I, I would love loved that that joke had gone on more. Yeah. By the third time, I'm like, all right, damn, okay. Yeah, I get. we get it. You hate Americans. We, we, <laughs> we get, get it. it. You vape, okay? All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is 30 seconds, so just hang in there. It says, there is one, the undead, who, if brought back to life, is bound by sacred law to consummate this curse. Well, let's make sure we don't bring anyone back from the dead then, huh? He will kill all who open this chest and assimilate their organs and fluids and in so doing he will regenerate and no longer be the undead but a plague upon this earth cool yeah like, i just yeah, like worst ever yeah worst, I, worst yeah worst, worst idea ever. ever yeah worst. i'm just saying here's 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 me in uh reaction when he's reading that <laughs> you're Benji. you're running away <laughs> No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. no, 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 hell no, no. See, I would have just said that and then left. <laughs> what is that from? I know that. What is that? Is that Thirty Rock? 
No. No, it is Tracy Morgan, though. Yeah, it's Tracy yeah. Morgan. Is it? That's from Cop Out, is it? Yes, it is. It is from Cop Out. Uh, nice. <laughs> I, love, I actually like that movie, and I hate the fact that... Um, what's his name? Bruce Willis and... Sean William Scott? No. No. Um, Tracy Morgan? No, the director. Oh. Um, not Silent Bob. Who is Silent Bob? Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. They hate each other because of that movie. Really? Like, they worked together in Die Hard 4, because uh, Kevin Smith was like the nerd in the bunker, and Bruce oh, yeah. Willis keeps making fun of him. So then they do the next movie they do together is Cop Out, where, where Kevin Smith is the director. Is that his name, Kevin Smith? Why do I yeah, it's Kevin Smith. Okay. Anyway, he's the director, and they hated each other, because Bruce was apparently difficult to work with, but... Um, yeah, if you haven't seen Cop Out, that's a good buddy cop movie. It actually is genuinely funny. <laughs> Him and Tracy Morgan going back and forth. <laughs> I love the wedding scene at the end when uh, they, Jason Lee goes to stand up and Tracy Morgan sticks a gun in his kidney and he says, if you stand up, I will scatter your kidneys all over this yard. Oh, I'm good. I'll, I'll sit here. Anyway, you have to watch the movie. Um, oh, yeah, here we go. Another clip. Um, we, meant, we made reference to this earlier. It happens a lot around here. <laughs> oh, I love it. Smile, wink, and a nod. Right at the camera. Bernie, what's in it for you? It is better to be the right hand of the devil than in his path. As long as I serve him, I am immune. Immune from what? Piss cash a lot. What did you say? I don't want to tell you. You just hurt me some more. <laughs> <laughs> there are very few villains <laughs> that I, I I root for their death, um, but he is one that I just he's like the perfect a hole. Yeah. 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 Slimy. Yeah. Yeah. Slick. Yeah. I loved when he threw the chair at him. <laughs> oh yeah, and, he and hit him. <laughs> kept him from jumping out a window or whatever. And then the and the brother was like, "Nice shot." Yeah. <laughs> No, you're right. Now, but, but Corny, to your point, the death, though, I mean, ouch, rough. Yeah. You know, like, I'd suffocate I, or be eaten alive. And yeah, dang. eaten alive in the dark by a bunch of beetles. I mean, I think yeah. we did top three Hello, worst deaths. I'm Ringo. That might have made it, it to tasty. Why is Ringo in there? Oh, the Beatles. Okay. The Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, actually... all, he, all he had to do was to jump up on some of the gold stuff because apparently they were only on the flat surface on the ground. Yeah, they couldn't climb so apparently. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, that you're, you're Must... trapped. Whatever. I mean, you're you're gonna die. You're you're screwed. Well, you could have probably eaten some beetles to survive for a while. Yeah, I guess. Um. Anyway. That was also a trope, right? Like the booby trap that, it, like, why would they have that there? Why is there a self-destruct button on the pyramid, or in the? <laughs> and why was it so easy? Yeah, wait till you. Have, has any of you seen X Men Apocalypse? No. Okay, that's a good question. Oh, is that, does that happen in X Men? You'll have to see. Oh, spoiler. Yeah, not a big spoiler, but yeah, yeah. you'll have to see. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> my, my thought so, process. So you, is, so you've seen it. Yes. Did you like it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would definitely. It would be quite a ways below. Um, like it's not as it's not as bad as X three or the first Wolverine. 
Okay. So, but it would be bottom. I mean, is it better than Days of Future Past or? I see. I really like Days of Future Past. I I know you didn't. What about what Uh, about um, First Class? I it's yeah probably not as I mean the the reason is it's just the same thing. You've already seen everything you've ever seen in an X Men movie that you'll see in this new one. There's nothing really. Oh my gosh moment does that make sense it it does i actually want to take this left turn here with you guys for just a minute and a half um i know we're kind of running late in the show but um my wife uh last night is again with a new with an infant you just you feed her and then you wait three hours to feed her again right so you got a lot of time to kill so i've been playing fable 2 i bought that uh at a used um, video game store and so sarah watches gilmore girls anyway not that you guys really care about that, but my point being is that she was perusing. Oh, I'm very interested in Gilmore. I Girls. love Gilmore Girls. Cool, it's, it's actually it's actually weird to listen because all I'm listening to it, right? I'm listening to it while I'm playing Fable, and it's actually really funny. Anyway, my point is is that she found this. Um, the HollywoodReporter.com did a comprehensive list of all 44 Marvel movies that have ever been made and put them in an, in an order. And number one was Avengers, which I agree with, but they had like. Captain America: Civil War, like fourteenth on the list. What? Yeah. Huh. It, I oh, mean, and then they had something like um, the Eric Bana Hulk higher than uh, I don't know, like Thor or something like that. Well, it had it, it had um, yeah. No, it had it higher than the second Thor. It had the first Thor at like rank eighth or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was oh, really. I, I. She's going through them. And I'm going, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Like, I'm disagreeing. The second Thor is better than the first Thor. Captain America 2 is better than Captain America 1. It had Captain America 1 at, like, (coughs) top 10. And I thought, no. No, no. Like It was okay. It was okay. It it had a purpose. But, like, I think Iron Man 3 is better than Captain America 1. And it had Iron Man 3 almost in the 20s. The only thing I have to say about because I you know I look at those types of lists all the time too is they only do them for the shock value. I like guess they, they, I mean, they might have some legitimate spots on there, but then they're going to throw. It's kind of like somebody saying that Thor was it Thor or Thor Two was the best movie ever made. Well, that's the Thor. that's a, that's a Thor friend that we, we make fun of Andrew for that one all the time. Not you, yeah. Andrew, uh, a different Andrew, but. Because he did say that to me one time, and I wanted to punch him in the face. But <laughs> he said it to me, and I lived with him. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? It's, I just, it's a shock value. It's it's to get clicks on. Yeah, the- yeah, clickbait. I understand that. But if you're gonna do a list, you need to have better reasons than the things. I was I was getting actually upset that <laughs> that some, some that someone took the time to create this list. I mean, yeah, and the bottom ten—they're all terrible movies. You know, the the 2008 Punisher, and uh, I think like the 2015 Fantastic Four was like third from the bottom. And I, I mean, and like it was actually beneath the 1990 Fantastic Four or something like that, right? Okay. We were, and and the like 1980 something Captain America. Um, but but corny. The second, I think I remember correctly, the number two overall Marvel movie. One was Avengers. Can anyone else? I, I, I single corny out because he would probably have a better guess than Sam or Andrew. But do you guys have a guess if my memory serves? Sorry, I lost your audio there. For yeah, I lost seconds. you there. Oh, oh, the Sky, Sky pickup. Sorry. Um, yeah. My, my, what I was saying is, is that number one was Avengers. 
Can any of you guess just real quick what you think number two would be? Because none of you will. No, Guardians was. I, think, I mean, it's my number two. Yeah, I think it was uh-huh. like top ten. Iron Man. No, that's that would be mine. Uh, oh, I don't know, and I remember looking. I remember looking at this list, and seeing, I was blown away with this. I stopped after I saw where how high. Yeah, Spider Man Two. Oh, oh Spider Man Two. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 2. Now, Ugh. I will contend, I will argue that that's a really good movie. I still, yeah. And I think it holds up. Mm. But it's not the be- <laughs> second best Marvel movie ever made. Mm-mm. At all. Um, and Andrew, I could hear you <laughs> arguing with me that. I, I have actually watched it recently. It still holds up. Um, now, a, a case that a friend of mine always makes, he hates it because Tobey Maguire takes his mask off too many times in that movie. Yeah, I agree. Which I agree with also, <laughs> but... Um, Let's see my pretty face. Uh, well, anyway, also, I didn't realize that Big Hero 6 is considered Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, really? I didn't, yeah, I, I love didn't know Big that. Hero 6. Yeah. Um, I love the movie. I, I mean, I think it's great, which, is, yeah. which makes sense now why they had a Stan Lee cameo in it. Mm-hmm. Now that makes sense. Hmm. Anyway. Back to the mummy. Uh, sorry, but I just I, I wanted because my wife uh, Sarah actually said you guys should talk about that in your show tomorrow night, and so I did. Sure. All right. Um, thank Check. you, Sarah. Yeah, yeah, done. Uh... <laughs> Come on, Evie, faster. Patience is a virtue. Not right now, it isn't. <laughs> oh, so uh, sorry. I, I'm glad you played that clip because it just reminded me. You know who else I'd like to see play? Um, um, Brendan Fraser's character. Okay. A young Will Smith. Uh, yeah. Some of those one-liners I think would work great like that line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Patience Divergent. The hell it ain't. The, if you do Will Smith, it has to be modern times. I don't know of how many oh, yeah, a- yeah. African-Americans oh, yeah. were discovering the world in the 1920s. Uh, no, we, we were still working for free, I think, during uh, that time. So. Yeah. <laughs> in some parts of the world, yes. I mean, they had... I mean, you had Egyptians there holding an umbrella for British dude, you know. So, um, by the way, do you like how I, I phrased uh, slavery? <laughs> yeah, that's how they because they're working for free. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, airplane, Winston guy. So, what's your little problem got to do with His Majesty's Royal Air Corps? Not a damn thing. Is it dangerous? Well, you probably won't live through it. Hi, Joe. Do you really think so? Well, everybody else we bumped into has died. Why not you? What's the, uh, what's the challenge then? Rescue the damsel in distress, kill the bad guy, and save the world. Oh, <laughs> Winston Havelock, at your service, sir. <laughs> I love that guy. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love that, and I, I like the concept of this of this old World War One pilot, who is genuinely sad that he is still alive. On this godforsaken earth, doing a godforsaken <laughs> job in this godforsaken part of the world, like he hates—he literally hates life. He's just waiting to die, and he was given a cool opportunity to go out with a bang, and that's actually kind of cool and heroic. And um, I liked that. I, I did. He died with a smile on his face. That was cool. I—I I actually was happy, sad. If I cared a little more, I might have cried. But I did. Once again. It proved that in my my younger years, I, I really thought that quicksand would be a lot a bigger problem than it actually is. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, for everything we saw in, on TV as, as younger people, and Sam, uh, I guess, you know, back when you, all you had were radio uh, shows. Well, they, they, they were doing drawings on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the fire would flicker and you could almost see him move. <laughs> I don't know why, but we, I don't mind reminding remind me of this, but we actually watched this past weekend with um, I, my son picked out the, the Lego movie to watch. Yeah. Um, and when she's on TV and she's giving out the inspirational thing and it switches over to medieval times and the guy's reading from scrolls, the things that she's saying, it just kind of reminded me of that. Like, like everywhere else in the world is getting TV, but Sam is having to read off a scroll or something. I just like this idea. Anyway, uh, this is the last one I wrote right now uh, for this podcast. I've got, uh, some monks that are translating what I'm saying here. (laughs) Um, right. into trend, into trend. writing, a pony expressing it down to Gastonia, where another monk is reading it into your mic down there. Thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah. Pretty um, fast. Uh, yeah, you guys are really fast. That's impressive. Uh, technology <laughs> these days. Uh, this is the last one I got. I love the whole sand wall trick. It was beautiful, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh every time, but it's funny. Because I mean, you can say that because your boss doesn't speak English, so I guess you could say that, right? <laughs> That's funny. Oh my gosh, this episode's gone way too long. Last uh, yeah. tropes, the Han Solo trope of I'm only in it for the money, and then he turns around and does the right thing. Uh, the old stop just in the nick of time where the swords are getting ready to hit him in the face, and then the you know, monsters stop for whatever reason. Greed kills, and there's a self-destruct booby trap. Um... <laughs> Oh, main character uh, has only thoughts of profit, uh, which was the brother. And then, of course, main character is clumsy, which was her knocking over all the library. I thought that was going to be a, th- a thing throughout the movie. Yeah. Her just knocking stuff out here. Well, no, no, but like she was going to be clumsy, right? Like it was it was her being clumsy was what, she, what finds the mummy. And her being clumsy, which finds the book. You know, like yeah, we I- only got the one gag of her knocking over the library stall, which was hilarious. And done in one take, because it would have taken them all day to reset. But uh, that was from the trivia. But that was the only part of that we got. So I thought that was really interesting that we only got to see that. Um, all right, here we go. I love the little sand wall. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Brendan Fraser nearly died during a scene when his character is hanged. Uh, Rachel uh, Rachel Weiss remembered. Is it Weiss or Vice? I, I she's it fr- should be Vice. It should be. But Weiss. she's British. Weiss. She's not, uh, yeah. So wouldn't it be Weiss? Uh, is she married to a German? No, she's married to James Bond. Yeah, she is. Oh, that's right. So, but her parents are. Pierce Brosnan. He seems a little old for her. Stop it, uh, Daniel Craig. Congratulations oh, okay. to him. Craig, um, Sean Connery. Yeah. I thought he was. I thought he was married to the Mexican lady. No, he's not married to Captain Zeta Jones from Entrapment, though. Oh. G- good for him if he were. No, yeah. she's married to, to Douglas Michael Douglas, who's Michael another Douglas. really okay. old dude. Um. Anyway, uh, she remembered saying, "Quote: He Fraser stopped breathing and had to be resuscitated." End quote. What the what hell? Is? Why are you actually dropping Brendan Fraser from a room? It is Vice with a is is Vice. Good. Okay. Well, I've been saying Vice for a long time, but then I thought, well, she's not British, or she's it's British. Like, it's like the same. Yeah. 
Uh, wa- the white nightgown uh, Evie wore when the ship was attacked became transparent when it got wet and had to be digitally painted white during post-production so the film could keep its PG-13 rating. I mm-hmm. love that. Man, can I see the yes. unedited version? Uh, a cloak wow. lent by the British costume rental company, Angels, was worn by an extra in this film, was discovered to have been in fact made for Alec Guinness, Sir Alec Guinness, when he played Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars. Hmm. That's actually kind of cool. Um, this is one of those one. Um, I always capture the ones where it's like such and such was thought of to, to do the role, right? Because I always think they're fascinating because for some reason in the 90s, Every movie was considered to have Schwarzenegger and Stallone and Bruce Willis. Like everyone, like there, it's always that. And I saw that actually in this one that Stallone was at one point, um, which is dumb. But this one is interesting, and I'm really glad they went with Brendan Fraser over Leonardo DiCaprio. Was rumored to have been offered the role of Rick O'Connell. It's no. believed DiCaprio was said to have loved the script and wanted to be in the film. However, he had already agreed to do the beach. It's also been said that DiCaprio asked if the beach could be delayed so he could film The Mummy, but the producers refused. Ironically, the film The Beach was delayed anyway. Um, but no, so, I don't like him at all no, in that. No, no, no. Would that have, I mean, that's basically the Phantom problem. Yeah. yeah. You know, where, yeah. where Bruce Campbell would have made it a better movie. Yeah. And, and our, um, what's his name? In this movie was Brendan our Fraser. Bruce Campbell, yeah, Brendan Fraser, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think DiCaprio, though, is a, who is a, a phenomenal actor. Um, don't get me wrong; he deserved his Oscar a long time ago. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I, he had to get beat up by a bear. No joke. Sexually um, molested by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think if you've seen that movie, it's it's hard to watch. I I haven't, and I want when to, that bear but... does that to him. It's it's just hard. I've it's, I've been told that that it's a hard movie to watch. Wrecked yes. him, damn near killed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we already talked about the recasting. Uh, the soundtrack grade I gave this uh, um, uh, a period appropriate. I guess it'd be a PA a period appropriate. I liked it. Um, I don't even know who did the soundtrack, um, but I like the soundtrack. Um, it's very. Deserty. Oh, did you see that Alan Silvestri is doing uh, uh, Infinity oh, War? Jerry Goldsmith did this. Well, that makes sense. I like Jerry Goldsmith. Uh, you said Al, uh, well, that makes sense because he did um, Avengers and mm-hmm. Cap Two, I think. So good for him. And he also did Cap One. Anyway, uh, what did we learn reading from books called "The Book of the Dead" is a bad idea. We've seen that in other movies. <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Um, Clara. Wait, no, Cabin in the Woods wasn't Book of the Dead. That was just the Hillbilly book. Was it? Yeah, it was just. I thought she read something and. No, I mean, it was just the Hillbilly book. That's why they were attacked by uh, zombie rednecks. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. But yeah, mainly I was. Yeah, the Evil Dead. I do need to watch the Sam Ash versus the Evil Dead TV show that's uh, the series that's on Stars. I got to find a way to watch it. Anyway, yeah. I heard it's actually really, really good. Oh. Uh, this week, we decided to do our top three movies set in the desert. Um, not the dessert. Damn. Oh, I'll be right back. But the desert. <laughs> uh, so, 
Andrew, you're up. Well, I have – hang on just a moment. I have an, an honorable mention. All right. But but I can't spell, so give me just a second here. Oh, I'm typing. You. Thank you. Um, <laughs> well, where is this? There it is. 2008's Jumper. Okay. I like, uh, I like Jumper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to uh, trying to remember who uh, – uh, who did it? But the Hayden Christensen's in that. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's the star, and I felt like this was a redeeming movie for him after Star Wars. Um, but yeah, not a bad movie. And um, number three, okay, uh, Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> okay. We're gonna have to watch that movie. It is really point. good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, well, I at least I think it is. Yeah. All right, number two, City Slickers. Nice. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah, tied with one and two. I like both of them. I don't know why I didn't. I didn't even think comedies for. Uh, okay. And then number one, Maverick. Oh, Maverick. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Not bad. Well done. All right, Corny. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Three Amigos. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, 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 I was uh, on my list. Right. Sahara, oh yes, that's that's streaming, and I think yes, it is. I think it's yes, actually it on our list of movies to do. And uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna ask for this, but uh, Blazing Saddles. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. American, all day long. The American Southwest is basically a desert, also. So yeah. <laughs> so is Detroit. So is Detroit. <laughs> it's a midwestern. No, we're not talking about a desert of despair. Oh. Oh. Oh, Actually, it's not coming up. How is Sahara not on our list? Dude, it is. It's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. It's not on our list of movies to do. Oh, it's been on there for a while. I put it on there a long time ago. Somehow it's been bumped or whatever. It's not in the list. I'm adding it to the list right now. Dang it, Chad. I'm deleted. <laughs> Chad. I'm going to spell Sahara. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you um, spelled Sarah. <laughs> I, no, I spelled Sahara with two H's, actually, is what I did wrong. Sahara. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> uh, Sam. All right, I got a good honorable mention because it is it is a really good movie. Uh, there Will Be Blood. Okay. Oh. But it's one of those that you can't watch. It's hard to watch it a second time. Oh, my God. Um, my number three is Sahara. All right. My number two is Mad Max Fury Road. How weird is it? Sahara made two lists. That's just strange uh, to me. It's fun. My number one is Star Wars A New Hope. Oh, okay. There you go. That was, that was the reason why. That's my number one as well. Well, it is tied with Jurassic Park. Which is <laughs> <laughs> why I asked how much of the movie needed to be said in the desert. <laughs> Well, you know, at the very beginning. No, again, no, no. Remember, Sam, it's desert, not dessert, because they do eat the dessert. No, when they go and visit the the mine, it's pretty uh, dusty there. (laughs) And and they're at the dig in South Dakota or North Dakota. You're such a desert. I love it. I I love. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, because I'm right. No, you're not right. You're just making stuff up. No, it's not a yeah. desert. Hey, I'm not gonna it, lie, it's yes, working it for current uh, Republican presidential candidate. So <laughs> it's not the desert. Uh, oh yeah. my gosh! What um, would you call it? It's not tropical rainforest. They filmed it in Hawaii. 
<laughs> it's Costa Rica. Like when 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 Grant is visited on the dig site. All right. This is this is happening. That is a desert. <laughs> it is a dry, arid location. You're a dry, arid location. <laughs> Stop talking about his vagina. <laughs> All right. Uh, mangina. Mangina. Oh, that's right. Mangina. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I will give you that, Sam. Thank you. Because it actually is filmed in the Mojave Desert. Ha ha. So you, you, you win that one. I though, win. Though. And Wait, I guess. I and we did. And we didn't. And we never did make the. Uh, the. the uh, um, you know, it had to have been so much percentage of the movie had to be desert. So that's, that's why I wasn't allowing you to make that ruling. <laughs> right. Oh, that's good. You just wanted to make that one bit. <laughs> I, I, I actually find that pretty funny. Yes. Yeah. All right. I planned that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, fine. Then, <laughs> then, my, number, then my honorable mention is going to be Beetlejuice because they go to Saturn and that's a desert <laughs> with the sandworms. <laughs> Uh, my number three was the Three Amigos. Um, okay. nice. I just, it's a funny movie. Basically, any western, and there's a lot of really good ones. I don't know why I picked that one in particular, but there's a lot of really good westerns. Um, so I'm gonna stray away from uh, more westerns because they're all great. Not all of them, but a lot of them are. Uh, my number two, Stargate. Ooh, okay. Um, speaking of pyramids and such, uh, and then my number one is uh, Star Wars: A New Hope. So. Now I, I might bump Sahara for the Indiana Jones. Yeah, I, I saw that. that. I, yeah. I, I thought about Indiana Jones also, um, but I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember how much was the desert, other than was, just the dig, right? There was a lot in the third one. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Well, yeah, that is that. I guess that is a desert. Yeah, well, that'll yeah. count. The Su- Sudan or wherever wherever, yeah. wherever they are, in a country that doesn't exist anymore, but it's something else. Now. Central Africa. It's, it's not Central Africa. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, all right, so um, um, your top ten, please, Andrew. I gotta gotta wrap this puppy up. My top, my out of ten, out of ten, please. Yes, Um, I'm gonna give this a eight point four. Wow! Broken bottles of Hennessy. Nice. That's one of your highest ever for this podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Glenn Livitz. It was Glenn Livitz. Yeah. <clears throat> um, corny. All right, I am going to give it a uh, seven point nine uh, or seven point faro nine uh, out of, <laughs> of ten. All right. Uh, okay, Sam. I oof. I hate to say it. I love this movie. I, I'm going to give it a, an eight. An eight uh, conversations with Sean that would say. Um, wait right here while the ship is burning. <laughs> right, that was so funny. <laughs> right, wait right here. I'll go get help. And he stands there. Oh wait, that was great. No, that was that was a good part. Uh, again, I couldn't see Leonardo DiCaprio pulling that bit off. No, no, not you know? at all. So, I don't see Tom Cruise pulling that bit off. I'm really. Mm-hmm. I just I don't think it's going to be the same tone. There's it, no it, way. It, it can't be, and it won't. Be. It's going to be like the, the, they're turning it grittier. It's going to be like the darn DC Universe. They're, uh, you know, gritty and real is but what they're going to do. Speaking of it. DC, you guys see, I saw a commercial yesterday that they're they're coming out with the, the, the Blu-ray for Dawn of Justice, like, in a month. Wow. Wow. 
Like they're doing the turnaround really quick, and they're calling and they're and the 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 Blu-ray apparently has all these deleted scenes. Is it the rated R cut? No, I don't oh, know if it's yeah, rated R. Talking about how it, it makes so much more sense. Yeah, they said it's like the ultimate the ultimate edition, and that the, that's the, exactly what Corny said. It's gonna make more sense. I mm. hope so. Um, I I still haven't seen it. I haven't either. I, I still don't like the idea of Batman as a homicidal maniac. No, okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say homosexual for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I missed that whole plot. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this, however, uh, this movie out of 10. I'm going to say... <sighs> Dawn of Just Ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just made the porn version. <laughs> oh, you know that one's behind the curtain somewhere. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure it is. If not, somebody somewhere just made some money. Um, yeah, all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, gonna to go I'm ahead gonna and, go uh, I'll you know. go and register that domain name real quick. <laughs> I almost want to look and see what that is. I'm already on it. www.dawnofjustass.com Oh, God. Okay, it's not real. Okay, good. You can find somebody named Dawn and dress up as Batman. There you go. Uh, But I'm going to give this movie... I like this movie a lot, so I'm going to say... Gosh... If I if even if I go seven point five, which is really high, it's gonna be the lowest of the four of us. Um, but I don't know. You know what? I'm just gonna go ahead. I'm gonna say eight point five. I liked the crap out of this movie. It was fun. I'd watch it again. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. Let's let's all get together and watch it right now. We'll Skype it. It'd yeah. be fun as hell. I'm gonna be up for a while. So uh, I say let's do it. I gotta um, do my my weekly two hours in my office tomorrow. So all right. Anyway. Um, that's it. That's the show. Thanks for listening. Um, holy crap, this is a long episode. I apologize. But have, taking a week off, this is bonus. It's just, just yeah. like, you know, instead of having two small one-hour episodes, you're getting a two-hour episode. Yeah. It's, not it's like our R-rated cut. It's not two hours, but um, I could stretch it out if I wanted to. But I'm not. Oh, wait. wait, you need it to be R-rated? <sighs> no, please don't. Um, <laughs> no, just one of you can take your shirt off, and that'll be fine. Done. Uh, oh, it's been off. My pants are long gone. Nice. <laughs> Uh, next week we are doing um, Hostage, Bruce Willis movie Hostage, very rated R. Um, Ooh, I don't know if I've seen this one. Uh, I own it on DVD. Uh, I have seen it several times. I like it. Uh, but will I still like it with the CSR glasses? Uh, only stressful. only time will tell uh, in a podcast. So that's going to do it for us uh, and this. So I'm going to hit this button, not that button. I'm going to hit this button not that button why do i even have that button (laughs) hey it's been a long time since we've been graced with uh the presence of uh yeah i'm just gonna get rid of that button because i have no reason to play it um holy shit stop (laughs) you can't stop i'll just play uh hey bro (laughs) (laughs) it's only getting worse oh my gosh (laughs) I'll just let you know, while I didn't find a, uh, a, a parody of Dawn of Just Ass, I did find that uh, most people review Dawn of Justice with Dawn of Just Ass. Nice. Nice. Um, it's so, so bad. It, oh. Oh, okay. Well, good to know. Um, I'm not missing anything. Hostage is next week. Uh, please um, do all the things I'm about to say. Go uh, leave, leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, and the Google Play. Um, I don't know what is going to happen with Stitcher, but somebody will tell you. Visit our website, cheapseatreviews.com. 
please help us out. Go to our GoFundMe, GoFundMe.com slash CheapSuitReviews. Any donations you can do will be great. We're um, almost to 200 bucks, I think. I can't remember. Um, uh, but... You know, it all anything you can do will help. And if you donate the twenty five bucks, you get to be on an episode with us. Um, a couple of people have already done that, Alan and Michael. So um, we will uh, we'll see. Um, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheap seat reviews. Follow us on Twitter at cheap seat cast. I am at Sean J. Allred at Sunigi sixteen is Sam at Johnny Darko sixteen is Corny at A nope. Jemison is Andrew. Please, of course, send your emails to cheap seat reviews at gmail.com. You may, as always, leave us a voicemail, 704-271-4290. All right. With all that being said, it was really nice uh, taking a week off to be with the baby, but I'm glad to be back. I missed you guys, and this was a lot of fun. So on behalf of Andrew, Sam, Corny, this is Sean saying thanks for listening, and good night.